0: I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The numbers call tonight, 503-225-0860, or toll free, 866-536-7469. Tonight's an interesting night. Uh, Trying to get things ready in the studio, right? And uh, my food comes late, and they're going to put cameras on me in the studio. And uh, they're doing a test right now, and then eventually you'll be able to see me on the internet, I guess. But it's it's all about the tech, right? It's all about getting the tech ready and uh, getting it set up. We did have cameras before. Back in the old days. And so now they're gonna bring them back. That means I have to get a haircut. That means I have to shave. I've just been a bum. (laughs) You know, because COVID. You know why do I want to dress up? It's all COVID stuff. Anyway, so yeah, I I'm very excited. We're gonna be doing some camera stuff. And you know, I know I dog on technology a lot on this show, but I like being able to do some cool technology stuff. But uh and I I have no problem with tech if it's benefiting people it's going to benefit you great because it's it provides new and more innovative ways to you know make things work i mean computers are awesome i mean i wouldn't have a show if it weren't for the internet or computers because i i spend a lot of time studying it's kind of like a hobby you know when i when i'm not doing anything my default is to go online and read i do that a lot or i do my doom scrolling before i go to bed and when i wake up Look okay, at the phone when I go to bed and wake up. That's, that's it's something that a lot of people do. It's the last thing they see before they go to bed, like, even before saying goodnight to their wives or anything else. But one of the, I guess, one of the troublesome things about technology is that it not only provides great, innovative stuff to improve upon what you do, but it also creates more innovative ways to augment human beings. And that enables us to, you know, it, it depends. It, it does enable people to respond to a world that's completely a runaway train. It it, it it's it's moving so fast now, and technology also secures that all important competitive edge for businesses and industry. And I know radio is just supposed to be a medium where. You know, we're on the air. Technology brings you the show. Technology brings you the podcast. Technology is going to bring you seeing me on on uh, video, which is something that, you know, we never could do before in radio. And, of course, we had Howard and Imus and others that were doing that, Or you see them on video and you realize what they look like. And uh, I, I know a lot of people know what I look like. It's no big secret. But you look at the institutions – corporate America, government, they are facing mounting social costs while communities and individuals alike are looking for a healthier and happier life. We're seeing some challenges. We're seeing aspirations. We're seeing researchers having to push past the technological boundaries to develop smarter machines because These intelligent constructs will continue to grow. They represent the most practical way to augment our capabilities, to give us more insight. And this is where we run into the problem of are the machines running us or are we running the machines? That was something my father told me when he was teaching me how to drive. Because I used to say to myself, you know, the car is like out of control. I can't stop it. He goes, You're the one in charge. You're the one putting the foot on the pedal. You're the one putting your foot on the brake. You're the one engaging the stick shift, whatever. And when I was learning how to write a stick shift and, and drive a stick shift and, you know, using the clutch, knowing when to use a clutch, knowing when to let it out. So it was really complicated. He says, look, you're the one running the machine. You got to remember that, not the machine running you. And that's what I say about GPS. <laughs> I, mean, I, I take a lot of lift rides because right now I'm recovering from a leg injury. So I'm taking some lift rides right now. And I always see the drivers being being run by the GPS rather than the drivers looking at the GPS and going. And it looks like it's not going to be a good way to go. I'm going to try an alternate route. They won't do that. And they just stick to what they see on GPS. And I always say to them, well, look, look at the traffic. You don't want to do that. So let's go over here and we'll make a turn. Sometimes they listen, sometimes they don't. But I would venture that since the beginning of humans, the homo sapiens sapien sapien, uh, we've crafted and put together simple machines, conveyors, wheels, things like that, But what we're seeing today is this acceleration of this process. We reinvent the wheel so many times, that eventually the wheel becomes, well, now it's becoming smaller and smaller, and then it becomes to the point of nanoparticles, okay? Reducing everything down to smaller, 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 until eventually we don't even see it. We just know it's there. It's kind of weird. But as I said, you know, you're looking at the acceleration of the process, and part of this hastening is the result of having Reached a tipping point. We're no longer required to transfer human knowledge to a machine because machines already have that knowledge and something is making them smarter. Machines, now computers and the like, are programming themselves to be smarter. And we have elite mad scientists out there or elite mad science followers that are now thinking that perhaps it would be a great idea for the human mind to join with the machine, the machine mind, and become part of the Internet of Bodies, the database perhaps even the organic singularity. Everybody talks about a mechanical singularity. I think there's going to be an organic singularity before the mechanical one. And what I mean by that is is that we're going to have an animal or a human that's going to be able to have this symbiotic relationship with a machine to the point where the machine and the human together will be a force to be reckoned with because it'll be very, very smart, very, very calculative. So as machines are programming themselves to be smarter, we will become part of that Interaction and that will make us smarter too. I don't know if it's a good thing. I mean, there's always something that'll, you know, it sounds like a great idea and then there's something will happen to make it sound terrible. But I think, like with all the pluses, the biggest minus or the biggest con, there are pros and there are cons, the biggest con would be the fact that the value of a human being is about to be diminished because we're going to move into a more transhuman existence. Becoming a pawn in the new empire. It's all but guaranteed with the technocracy's plan to use not just science, but the science to change the way we live. And as I have said before, the future is going to be such that we will be questioning what it truly means to be a human being. 503 225 0860.